And now, coming at you from the Five Star Physique Studio in Knoxville, Tennessee. This is The Drop Set. With your host, Darren Starr. Everybody, welcome to episode 216 of the Drop Set. Darren Starr here. We're jumping right into it. Today is all about Olympia recap. So, first up, if you go to thedropset.com at the very top of the page, I'm looking at it right now. Very top, we got the menu. There's a banner. There's the latest episode right there. Immediately below that, there's a new poll question. Um, did Hadi Chupan deserve to win the Olympia title? I will tell you what I think a little bit later, um, but that's the question. So if you go to thedropset.com, please vote. Um, I would love to see uh, and hear what you have to say. And if you have thoughts about that specifically, um, let me know. Um, drop a comment in the video if you're watching on YouTube. Uh, if you're listening to the audio version, um, email me your thoughts. Darren at 5starfitness.com. Um, you can find me on social media at Darren underscore star. Tell me what you think. Um, submit photo evidence if you think it was not the right call or if you think it was. Um, either way, what we're going to do here is break down the results. This episode is going to be a little bit more visual just because um, of the nature of the beast. We're talking about show results. I want to be able to show you some stuff. So um, I do anticipate that the YouTube version of this episode will probably be a little bit more useful than the audio version. To the audio listeners, sorry. Um, I actually tried to do a separate video breakdown of this, and then I was just going to talk more uh abstractly about it for the podcast episode here today i actually recorded that episode and then when i went back to watch the recording i realized that there were significant technical issues with it so i tried using different software it spit out a file format that was unusable so i kind of wasted my time there and what it proved to me is that uh, my skills um, for that are not quite ready for prime time so i might have a couple of uh, hardware adjustments on the computer to make and some setting changes and i'm going to continue to plug away with it but uh, i tried to spare you this um, the audio people um, from having to listen to a highly visual episode but it didn't work so there's still going to be plenty here for everybody so um, but start by going to um, the dropset.com vote on that poll and let me know if you think hottie chupan uh, deserve to win. Um, I am going to butcher some names. I've already butchered Hadi's name probably three times here. Um, apologies. I'm doing the best I can. <laughs> so um, a, a few things to break down. So um, before we actually get to the show coverage, um, a couple of thoughts. Um, so there was some interesting news um, surrounding Stephanie Flesher, who was allowed to compete at the show. Um, which was interesting, given if you've been following her whole, you know, supposed banishment from Wings of Strength due to um, all of the legal issues surrounding her and the sexual predator in her midst that she enabled. Um, I won't dig into that again. The story's out there if you want to find it. Um, Wings of Strength said, "Hey, we are we are not affiliated with her," and then they allowed her to compete in Romania um, within two weeks of that statement, and then she was on stage. Well. She was backstage at the Olympia. Um, she was never seen on stage. And uh, the reason given was that she fell ill and was in the hospital. And um, I mean, this sounds weird. I certainly hope that's the case um, rather than her lying about that. I don't know. She was, And so that's why she wasn't on stage at prejudging. She was in the crowd apparently for finals. So who knows? I mean, if you're hospitalized, I don't know why you're going to go back for finals. But... Um, 
given everything that people do um, to get ready for it, it wouldn't surprise me. You know, there were stories of other people who were backstage, like throwing up. And I'm sorry, if it gets to the point where you're throwing up backstage at a show, um, somebody, EMT on staff, somebody needs to say, like, you're not competing. You need IV fluids, and that's all there is to it. You're done. Um, that's the safe thing to do. Um, that person ended up doing poorly. So, um, it's just another thing where it's like, man, with all of the shit that's going on in the bodybuilding world right now, you all just don't get it. Like you just, I get that it's the Olympia. It's the biggest stage still. How, what would it be like if you had somebody die backstage at the Olympia? That might kill the sport, right? Protect your fucking selves. IFBB NPC put some shit in place. Start it with this new competitive season. Great, but come on. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. So, um, but apparently, um, apparently there was weird energy backstage. Like the other competitors um, kind of made it clear that they didn't want Stephanie Flesher back there. And I feel like that might be part of why she wasn't on stage. I don't know. I also feel like she wouldn't give a fuck. She's going to go on stage anyway. So maybe there is something to the hospitalization thing. I don't know. I have absolutely no information. Uh, I, I have nothing to make me disbelieve that other than, I don't know. It all seems kind of weird. All seems kind of weird. Um, Brent Jones um, of, uh, uh, you know, former at this point, I guess we could say promoter of uh, Kentucky Muscle and a couple other shows in Kentucky. Apparently, Kentucky Muscle had a booth at the expo all about the Mannion family. <laughs> So I didn't see that. Um, I heard about that from uh, Kelly Lynn, who's been on the podcast before. Um, she shared that. So that I wish I could have seen that. I would have loved to have seen photos of that as well. Um, wild stuff. Wild stuff. Um, getting to the, the results a little bit. The one thing that I thought was very interesting slash frustrating is, you know, they made a big um, deal. The NPC did about transparency in uh, the competitive landscape. And they were going to um, post scorecards. So the IFBB has a long history of doing this. Um, and so the IFBB posted scorecards. Um, they posted complete scorecards for men's bodybuilding and fitness. And that was it. Other than that, it's like a list of names and how many points they got and how they finished. That's it. And when I say complete scorecards, here's where I'm going to do the screen share here. So hold on. Uh, let's go here. Share screen. All right. Let's pull up a scorecard if we can um oh it's not here i gotta see if i can hunt this down um click here to see all the coverage maybe i should have been prepared for this um candid photos no 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 there's a stupid there we go ifbb olympia scorecard saturday um so this is what a scorecard looks like for you know classic physique for example um the competitor number their name their country from the, the, their country of origin a blank column that shows how they would have been scored for prejudging and for finals, their total score, which is just a combination of those, and then therefore their ranking. Now, on the Olympia panel, there are five judges. And um, the way it works, let me stop the share here. I want to look at y'all when I say this. Um, the way it works, if you've got a panel of five judges, I'm going to vote on, I'm, I'm going to rank the competitors first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth, and so on. That's it. That's it. All the way down to 15. And uh, below that, everybody ties for 16th. So um, the, the problem with this is that 
I can put anybody I want and mark them as first place without any justification. We've talked about that before. I won't rehash that right now. Which means if you're looking at a judge's score sheet um, with uh, uh, for a show that has a panel of five judges, um, first place, if you see somebody with a score of five, that means they were a unanimous first place. It means all judges had them in the first position. So all judges wrote one. You tally all those up, and it's like in golf, low score wins. So you get a total of five. That person's in first. If it's not unanimous, you'll find um, potentially, you know, somebody with, uh, you know, they get a six or a seven, which means that somebody else garnered some first place votes as well. Um, so if you see things in multiples of five, a five, a ten, a fifteen, a twenty, that means that it was unanimous placing, which is kind of boring, right? But it happens a lot. So let's take a look at this a little bit more in depth once again. So um, if we look here, um, third place. I'm going to do it. I'm, I'm just going to keep going with the names here. Urs Kalisinski from Germany. Kalikinski? I'm trying to think back to my German. How would that phoneticize in German? I want to say Kalisinski, but I could be wrong on that. Um, he got a total score of 15. We don't know how that shook out here between judging and finals. Um, and therefore, he's in third place. Okay, great. So um, somebody in here probably got a 10. Total, total, total. Where is it? There's three pages of results here. Where's the 10? 10. There we go. Ramon Roca Quieros, second place. Where's Seabum? Here he is. Five. Unanimous first place. There we go. Five points. Awesome. So, but you can see, like, this is how, you know, Aaron Banks wins men's physique, unanimous first place. All right. Cool. Kind of interesting that Brandon Hendrickson didn't garner a single first place vote um, to finish in second. There he is. He got a 10. Okay. That's fair. Whatever. Um, and then we're on to bikini. Great. Um, you can see the winner, um, Maureen, Maureen Blanquisco, um, a typical Norwegian name, if ever there was one, right? Um, first place, six points. So uh, not unanimous. Somebody had her in second, which means that the runner-up, number two, wherever she is in this sheet, here we go, Jennifer Dory, um, she got a nine. So somebody had her in first place. So she can. Uh, that, that's a little bit of feedback that she can hang her hat on uh that's minimal but it's something um wheelchair olympia great um so mr olympia we'll get to this so there's actually different columns here for judging and finals um why they get this and nobody else does is beyond me um but whatever uh and then uh th this is just saturday fitness was the only one on friday that got a pre-judging into finals because uh their routines are scored uh separately of course as well and that's weighted i think it might be like a two-thirds um weighted towards the routine and one-third weighted towards the mandatory round I, I don't quite remember on that so you can see looking at hottie's score here he got a seven in pre-judging which means two people had him in second place and for finals one person still had him in second place so he did not and now because we have two rounds here scoring a low score would be 10. that would be unanimous in both so he got a 13. so still pretty resounding but derek um only lost by four Four points. So Derek, who was in the 212 last year, let's keep this in mind. Uh, Derek was a 212 competitor last year. Um, so he moved up to the Olympia. Um, I think everybody pretty unanimously thought that was a, a reasonable idea. To, and so here it's like, yep, would you rather win the 212 or would you rather be second in the open Olympia by four points? I mean, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. So he garnered two first place votes in uh in the judging round and then one first place vote in finals so um kind of an interesting result there not unanimous um nick walker was a unanimous third brandon curry was unanimous fourth 
You can see Curry got 20, Walker got 15. Um, I'm sorry, 40 and 30. Um, no, I'm sorry. Nick Nick Walker was not. He got uh, he got a couple of second place votes here um, in finals after getting unanimous. So somebody dropped him down after prejudging. Like, yeah, I'm not so sure about that. Uh, two people did, or one person dropped him down to third. Um, I don't know if we can determine that just from the numbers here. Who got fourth? Here's Brandon. So yeah, so he didn't lose any votes to Brandon. That's interesting. So these are the things that you can kind of infer from this stuff. Fifth place here is uh, Big Ramy. So um, that's also interesting here. So it looks like Ramy and Samson Dowda, uh, who got sixth, swapped a couple of points here. So I'm not sure what happened with Nick. Am I missing something here? You know, it's possible there's a combination between Hadi, Derek, and Nick that, um, I don't know, it, it's possible that Hadi might have lost a vote to Nick instead. Um, I don't know, it's not super clear from this. And again, it would be really nice if, and then Hunter was, you know, unanimous seventh in both. So, and then on and on it goes. Uh, so it it would be nice if we could get a little bit more of a uh, a detailed breakdown than what we see here. Like I want to see how they scored on symmetry, on conditioning, on size, on presentation, you know, all that kind of stuff. So um, I just realized I hadn't been sharing the screen throughout all that, but that's okay. It was as interesting to look at as my face, which is to say, not. Uh, so let's look at some picks, shall we? Um, how are we gonna do this here? pull it up. So I have these kind of in order a little bit. So uh, let's share the screen again. All right. Share. Bink. Here we go. Hi. I'm going to keep that just in case we want that. So here is, uh, here's Mr. Olympia. Here's Hadi. So um, uh, what do you think? What do you think? Did he deserve to win? Did he deserve to win is the question. Um, I think given the physiques that were on stage, I think so. I'm not blown away. Um, so, and to be clear, like <laughs> I want to, I want to do away with this whole, whole bullshit idea right now. It's like, well, who are you to say? It's like, who's anybody to say, you know, he just won the Mr. Olympia. And some people seem to have this criteria that if you can't beat him, you can't comment on him. So nobody in the world is allowed to comment on this physique. Give me a break. That's the dumbest bullshit I've ever heard. But yet some people will, will maintain that. Like, you know, you couldn't beat him. So shut up. I'm like, yeah, that still, like, you know, I, I can't feel the Super Bowl winning team either, but that doesn't mean I can't criticize some of the play calling, you know, give me a fucking break. Come on. That's, that's the nature of a spectator sport. Um, so, I mean, yeah, totally cartoonish physique, completely um, not proportioned in any way. That's what open bodybuilding is. And if you think this is proportioned, that's because you've been looking at open male bodybuilders for far too long, right? It is not a proportional endeavor. It is a ridiculous caricature of a cartoon is what we're looking for here. It's just completely insane. Classic physique is more like proportion. And so this is like, we're looking for the absolute freaks. We're not looking for a proportion physique. Nothing about, nothing about this fits his frame. It's just, it's grotesque, right? But the thing is like, you know, the fans of this like it because it's grotesque in a good way in their minds. I am of a mind where I'm like, I can take it or leave it. You know, um, you know, I am 
in pursuit of being as big as I can be. Would I want to be this big? No, no, I wouldn't. And if you take this photo and you show this to your mom or, you know, your boss or somebody who's not a fan of bodybuilding, they'd spit out their coffee and be like, what the fuck is this? Right. And yet here it is. He's the gold standard for, for men's open bodybuilding. I don't know. What does that mean? It doesn't mean shit other than I think it's crazy. So here he is. Um, you know, his tan's a little uneven. Um, conditioning is fine. Um, there's nothing really that jumps out. Um, you know, he's posing a little asymmetrically here. That left delt is a little wonky compared to the right. I think that's just a posing thing. Um, I don't know. It's unspectacular, but I think he was still probably the best one on stage. Um, here's a comparison shot, uh, front double. Um, so let's make this a little bit bigger. Whoops. What am I doing here? Help me. Help me. How do I do this? How do I use my life? Here we go. Nope. That's still, eh, there we go. So it's a little blurry. Sorry about that, but you can see, um, uh, Samson over here is mid pose, but, uh, you know, what are your thoughts on this lineup? Blurry though it is. Let me crack open a drink here. And I'm going to let you um, look at this and digest while I take a sip here. Hold on. So left to right, We've got Samson, we've got Brandon Curry, you got Hottie, you got Derek, you got Nick Walker, and then you got Big Ramey over here on the right. Um, so um, what can we see from this? Well, sorry, Samson. Um, and, and sorry, just because I'm doing you dirty. I got the wrong pick. You're not even set up in the pose here. My apologies. Um, Brandon looks like Brandon always does. Um, Derek looks great. Tight waist. I like that. Nick looks like a freak. Um, looks like, you know, again, just completely lacking in anything that I would consider to be normal human proportion, which he would probably take as a compliment. And I think most people um, who follow bodybuilding and root for this would take as a compliment. I don't necessarily mean it that way. <laughs> I'm not shitting on Nick, but it's just like, man, is that really what we want this sport to get to. I think honestly, if you're looking for, I, I think Derek is head and shoulders above everybody else, as far as the aesthetics are concerned um, and shape and actually like, kind of being a little proportioned almost um that being said i don't know i i'd have a hard time having him beat hottie given everything else so um Ramey just looks soft um you know they always say if you're gonna come at the champ you best not miss or you better knock him out um i've never believed that i think that's a terrible strategy like if you're better you're better and if you're better by three percent you're better that's it. Period. Um, I don't think you needed a knockout blow. I don't think you ever do. But I think in this point, um, he finished fifth. And I think everybody who finished above him deserved to finish above him. Um, I'm not even sure I would have him fifth, honestly. Um, but if you've got a reigning Olympia who shows up and finishes lower than fifth, um, I don't know. I think you'd have people in uproar. They just don't wouldn't feel like that's right. And so I think he got fifth place based on previous performance as much as anything else. Um, the back shot here. Um, you can see like Ramey is really, really soft from the back. Um, his back is very distinct, but legs are very soft compared to everybody else. Um, I mean, I, I like, I like Curry in this pose. Um, you know, Derek looks good too. Um, Nick looks a little soft from behind. Um, Heidi looks great. You know, I mean, the thing is like, I can't really criticize too much about Heidi. I just don't think he's like exceptional. And I realize, of course, how ridiculous it sounds to say that the, the guy who just won the Olympia doesn't have an exceptional physique. And I don't mean like he isn't great and isn't worthy of it. I'm just thinking I, I feel like 30 years from now, 10 years from now, if we look back on the Hall of Fame of Olympia competitors, 
I don't feel like we're going to look back on this and be like, oh, yeah, remember the year Hottie won? Man, that was something else, right? It's like, yeah. I don't know. I think everybody was a few percentage points off this year. Um, I don't think there's a whole lot to take from this that's going to be like super memorable. So that, that's one man's thoughts. One man's thoughts. So let's move on from um, from open and let's go to two twelve here. We're going to kind of breeze through a few of these because I don't have too much to add on on uh, some of them. First of all, um, let's talk. Uh, let me do this real quick. Uh, here we go. Um, I got. I, I have to. I have to do myself right here because when I did this video before, the one that didn't uh, didn't make it to light of day, um, when I was grabbing the picks, the website was kind of down, so I wasn't able to grab one of a little guy that you might know as Seabum. See, this is what was happening. See, I still can't bring up a picture of him. So anyway, Seabum one classic physique. I don't have not pictured, <laughs> not pictured. <laughs> Uh, you know what he looks like, right? Did he deserve to win? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So no, no complaints about that. Um, great conditioning, really brought it. No surprises there. Uh, Two twelve, Sean Clarita. Um, so Sean finished second last year to Derek Lunsford. Derek then went to Open and finished second behind Hottie this year. So, um, uh, and Sean won in twenty twenty also. So he is um, an almost reigning champ. Um, what do I think about this? I think it looks great. Uh, did he deserve to win? Yeah. Yeah. I don't have any complaints about this. Um, back shots nutty. Um, looks really good. Kind of grainy from behind. Excellent. So really good. Um, I don't know. There, there's something about his front pose that to me is a little underwhelming. Um, I think I'd love to see his waist just a tiny little bit tighter, but uh, it's hard to find too much to complain about here. Well, looks good. Looks good. So um, next up, one of the least exciting um, results from the day, uh, Sydney Gillen winning figure. Um, now, I didn't check the scorecards on this. I'm assuming this is unanimous. Um, we should probably check and see. Am I sharing the screen? I am. Okay, let me go back. Let me find the scorecards again. Maybe I should just keep this shit up. Um, and I need the Friday scorecards. Here we go. Uh, okay. And fitness. Here we go. 212. Yep. 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 How did, how did that shake out with 212, by the way? Yeah. Sean, five points, unanimous first. Um, Angel Frias, 11 points, not a unanimous second. Okay. Yeah. And Kamal El Gargni, um, took one of his points for third. Okay. Uh, figure Olympia. So I'm sure Sid got a, uh, what would be a, five here right yeah okay no no big shocker there um jessica padilla got uh she did lose a a point off second um to probably i think we've established that we can't make these conclusions necessarily lola Montez um, picked up one of her points so not a unanimous second place finish but unanimous first it's hard to really argue with that i mean yeah look at that okay cool so only thing i don't know that this is really worth talking about that much because you know um this is like what her sixth in a row at this point. It's like okay, great. You know, who cares? You know, it's, it's it's gotten boring. So this is like you know, Patriots keep winning the Super Bowl. Who gives a shit? Whatever. She looks great. Awesome. Cool. Move on. Um, there's. I, I mean, if I'm being super super hypercritical, um, is there anything that I would pick apart in this physique? Um, no. No, there isn't. There's not a damn thing. Um, and I think also that this is. 
she comes the closest to kind of embodying what the standards of the division as written are compared to all of the others, which we'll talk about. Um, so like, you know, she's got really good separation, but she's not like ridiculously cut to the point where she looks unhealthy. Right. Um, or where you'd be worried about her. <laughs> um, she's got good size. Um, I mean, her, her shoulders are borderline, like they're really pretty fucking big. Um, but she, the, the best word that I would use to describe her is streamlined, right? She just doesn't look like an absolute freak other than the fact that her waist is tiny, which makes everything else look a little bit more dramatic, but she's not that big. Like, you know, here's the thing, C- compare her head to everything else. And this is one thing that I think um, people need to really um, pay attention to when they're evaluating physiques. And this is true of your own physique as well. Like when you look in the mirror, um, you get so focused on your body. And if you, especially those with body dysmorphia who always feel like they're small, I fall into this category. I always feel small, regardless of how fat I am. I always feel small. Um, it's because you're looking at the body. And if you step back and look at your entirety, including your head and see your body relative to your head, that kind of helps you get a better perspective on things. Um, And so when you look at someone like Sid here, um, you know, relative to the rest of her, her body, I mean, her head looks in proportion. Um, Some of these bodybuilders and um, physique women, et cetera, their head looks tiny compared to everything else. So it really kind of helps frame the rest of her physique a little bit more, um, gives you a little bit better perspective on it. So anyway, she looks great. Um, Next up, I'm going to put a couple side by side here. So um, we've got, Oh, I'm going to butcher some names. Natalia Coelho, maybe something like that. And we've got Sarah Villegas-ish, something like that. Um, Ladies, I apologize. I should know how to pronounce your names better, but but I don't. So there you go. So um, I, I like to, Sarah, I want to I complain a little bit here about you specifically um, because you came out for um, your individual presentation in the prejudging round and um, you were just a little too extra for me. Um, you didn't just come out and hit a fucking front relaxed pose. You did everything but that, but you didn't hit that pose. And so I couldn't grab that to compare, which is what I really wanted to compare. Um, the only time I ever saw you in a front relaxed pose was in a big lineup in, in a call out with everybody else. And I couldn't see enough detail in that because the photo was too far away. So um, I really wanted to compare front relaxed poses here, but instead I have to do a front double. So damn it, Sarah. That's, that's the first of my complaints. Um, so what do we see on this? Um, again, look at, look at head size here with everything else. So Natalia is huge. Sarah's not small, um, but I would say better proportioned. Um, I would also say like her conditioning top to bottom is a very even and b insane. Um, like there's paper thin skin and then there's like parchment paper thin skin. And that's what this is. It's like, holy shit. Like, um, it's ridiculous. And, uh, I don't mean that as a compliment. I mean, like that is not the standard for women's physique. And I'd like to think that that is why she didn't win. Um, Natalia won instead. So Sarah had won the last two years and, and now she finished second this year. Um, so I don't know. I, I'd like to think that that was why. Like, nope, you came in too lean. But it's not like Natalia came in with like five pounds of fat on her that she shouldn't have had. You know, I mean, she's pretty lean too. And the thing is, like, look at this. What in the holy fucking balls is that? Like, 
please explain to me how this looks symmetrical in any way. Um, you know, her delts are literally the size of her head. Okay, this is what they want in women's physique, apparently. They want delts the size of your fucking head. They want feathered quads. They want you to be striated and sliced completely head to toe. And they want you to have it all. Um, and I, I her, her proportions, I mean, she looks freaking ridiculous, right? And it's a really cool physique. I don't think it's a winning physique for this necessarily. This is your your women's physique Olympia winner. I don't know. The proportion just isn't there for me. The way I see it, I'm like, no, fuck this. It's it's super cool. It's crazy impressive. It's all of that. I just I don't see this as being what should what should win. I just don't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't. I also don't see this as being a good example of the kind of conditioning that they should be chasing in women's physique. You know, women's bodybuilding, sure, but women's physique is supposed to be a step down from that. This is she's more conditioned than any of the female bodybuilders were here. Um, now she finished second. This is Sarah, um, and you know this got a lot of attention because she hit this same pose and posted it on social media prior to the show, and everybody's like, "What the fuck is that?" Which I agree. What is that exactly? Um, and so the fact that she still finished second tells me that they are still rewarding this kind of a look and they want you to push the extremes in women's physique, even though, you know, they say this is not women's bodybuilding. Well, I'm sorry. How is it different? How is it different as far as conditioning is concerned? It's not. It's the same damn thing. It's better, actually. Um, so uh, what else do we have here? Moving on. Here is. Here is your bikini Olympia. Um, zoom in here a little bit. Um, trivia question here for those of you playing along at home and watching on video here. Which call out is this? Any guesses? Any guesses? So this could be first call out. This could be fourth call out. I only know because I grabbed the photo. This is just the first, um, the first eight competitors that got called out on stage. Um, this isn't even a call out. Um, but uh, my my thing going through bikini here is like any of these women could have won who did win who who did win um right here this is maureen this is your winner in pink right here and i would say um she's the least conditioned person in this call out um so there was uh um kelly lynn i hope you don't mind me outing you here um <laughs> I'm not going to say anything bad. Don't worry. She shared a couple of posts with me here. Um, this is from um, Becky, someone. I don't, I don't I don't know, Becky. I know that she was a judge um, at the Olympia. Um, I don't know. I don't know who she is, though. Um, and uh, she made a note here, I think, trying to head off complaints about this division here. So, um, uh Here's what she said. Um, let's stop looking at these women here. All right. Look at me while I don't look at you. Um, she said, to reiterate, we look for delts with a small amount of roundness. Actually, I'm going to bring that back up so that you can look at this criteria while I'm, uh, while I'm reading this. Delts with a small amount of roundness. A conditioned core. What, okay. What does a conditioned core mean? That is very vague. Full round glutes with slight separation between hams and glutes. We're not seeing that here necessarily. A curvy hourglass silhouette. Again, super vague. I don't even think that descriptor is necessary because everybody knows like you're bringing that in every category, right? Unless by curvy, you mean fake boobs, in which case, yeah, mission accomplished. We got that. Okay, great. Is that a requirement though? Is that part of a curvy hourglass silhouette? 
like, you know, you're going to be dieted down. If you don't have implants, you're going to be flat. Is that uh, is that a requirement if you're going to compete at this level? If so, fucking say it. Don't say curvy. Don't put euphemisms in your criteria. You say breast implants. You say at least that way people know. Um, overall presentation that exudes health and femininity. Fuck off with that statement. That means nothing. That means absolutely nothing. Um, exudes health. Some people would argue that none of this exudes health because it's all an uh, example of excessive dieting. I'm not one of those people, but some people would make that argument. And femininity it means different things to everybody. So I think that that whole thing about femininity and this keeps coming up in all of the all of the female categories here. I think that word just needs to go away as far as judging criteria are concerned. It's too vague. It means different things to different people, and. Uh, People say like, oh, so-and-so physique competitor is so feminine. Meanwhile, she has a voice like Kermit the Frog and up close and personal. Like you can tell it's like, oh, yeah, there's 10 years of heavy androgen use here. Like, no, um, like you, you can cover a lot with with show day preparations with with a good hair and makeup routine. Um, but let's not make that part of what femininity is. I just, I, I disagree. So um, what we don't want to see capped and certainly not striated shoulders and etched in thick six pack. Well, nobody has that here, but you rarely see that in bikini um, squared off glutes. Nobody ever shows that in bikini extreme muscle density or vascularity. So extreme, but like some is okay. Like they're going to just the, the complete opposite of, of everything here. And they're, they're kind of making a caricature in the other direction of all of the actual requirements to show what they're not looking for. It's like, yeah, but what about all the in-between shit? That's what really matters. And then deep separation, graininess or hardness, right? Okay. Duh. Um, here's the thing that's, that's, that's insane is that she then says the requirements above look different on everyone. No, they fucking don't. The requirements are the requirements and people are going to look different but the requirements are what they are. They do not look different on everybody. Like if your requirement is a no deep at etched in abs, that's going to look the same on everybody. A lack of that is going to look the same on everybody. A conditioned core might not look the same on everybody because what the fuck is that? It's not defined. If it looks different on everybody, it's because you haven't defined it correctly. So stop with your bullshit, please. Oh my God. Oh, all right. Calm down. Take a fucking Xanax. This episode of the Drop Set brought to you by Ghost Energy Drinks. Not really. Um, Swedish Fish. The best. The absolute best. What else we got here? Let's go back to the screen. Um, next up. Aaron, oh God, I forgot again. Banks, Aaron Banks, is that right? Am I getting that right? Fuck. Oh, no, I'm going to leave that up. I'm going to do this. Sorry. Oh, Olympia coverage. Where is it? Lordy. Uh. Photos. Men's physique, just because I can't remember his name. Aaron Banks. I got it right. Okay, cool. Aaron Banks. Here he is. All right. Um, yeah. So, um, <laughs> what can you say? Looks great. Looks great, right? Except, let's take a look at this whole call out here. This is, uh, if I remember correctly, 
No, I don't know who this is. This is a random call out that I grabbed here. Now, first thing I want you to keep in mind, like, what do we think of when you think of men's physique? Well, we think of board shorts. That's the first thing I think of. What else do you think of? Um, You know, uh, slightly less impressive than classic physique, right? But look at these guys. Like, they all look fucking insane. And if you would let them pose like bodybuilders, they would look ridiculous like bodybuilders as well. Look at that dude on the left and those those erectors and those traps in his rear delts. What in the holy fuck? Like, the development on these guys is crazy. So aside from him, why doesn't anybody have any fucking calves? Oh, my God. It's like your whole legs are covered. Your calves are all that's showing. I mean, this dude here has nothing. This guy has a little bit. This guy has negative calves. This guy has a right calf, at least. This guy's got nothing, nothing, nothing. I was looking through all the call outs. None of the men's physique guys hardly have calves. So clearly, and you know, also, just to be very clear here, Aaron, you got no calves. You got nothing. You won the physique Olympia, and you got no calves at all. You got nothing below the waist that anybody can see. Um, so apparently that's no longer important. Like I thought that was the only thing in the lower body that counted for men's physique. Apparently it doesn't mean shit. As long as you've got a ridiculous, um, waist to shoulder ratio, you got crazy cap delts and you got a thick chest, you're good to go. That's all you need. So, um, man, it's, it's crazy, 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 crazy times. Anyway, um, I don't really have any further comments on men's physique. It is what it is. Um, Okay. Fitness. Now, normally we don't, you know, fitness gets, uh, what it gets the redheaded stepchild treatment at, you know, in most shows, um, most NPC shows, there might be one fitness competitor. If there are any often there are none. Um, so you, it's very easy to get nationally qualified in fitness and have a, uh, physique that, you know, would be, you know, dead last in, uh, in a figure call out. Right. Um, like it, it's really easy to get nationally qualified. So, um, nonetheless, you know, you, you've got to bring it to, to earn a pro card and then you've got to bring it to win a pro show to some extent. Um, so these are your top two. Um, these are, um, this is Missy Truscott. I don't know if I'm saying her name correctly, even though it's uh, a very American name. I should be able to, but I am an idiot. And then this is uh, Jacqueline Baker. Why can't I ever remember Jacqueline's name? Um, so the the difference here between first and second, between Missy and Jacqueline, is massive. Now, I don't know what their routines look like. I'm going just off of um, their physique here. Um, but... I mean, she's got so much more muscle on her frame. She's got such deeper cuts. She's got a tighter waist. Um, and at this point, it's like, man, I think she's really more like, like that's kind of like what they're looking for in physique, which has never really been what fitness is. Like fitness has always been a little bit more in line with a figure aesthetic, right? So, and I think, I think Jacqueline embodies that a little bit more as far as like the size and conditioning that she brings, which is still fine. And I would say appropriate for fitness. I think Missy overshot the mark significantly and was rewarded for it. So once again, just to be clear, you know, I, I, if this wasn't obvious, I don't know, Missy. I have nothing against her. I think she's probably a wonderful human being. I have no idea. And I think she looks fantastic. Um, I, her, her physique is crazy she had to bust her ass to get there this is not a commentary on her at all this is a commentary on the judging um i think the judges allowed her to overshoot the mark 
and they rewarded her for it. Um, I don't think this is what fitness really should be. Um, now, if they think it should be cool, that's fine. We disagree on that. But at that point, you've also got to change the criteria a little bit and say, fitness, we're looking for really, you know, we're looking for, you know, pretty extreme levels of muscular development that still allows you to move in such a way that you can perform your routine. We're looking for deep separation and cuts um across the physique we are looking for as demonstrated in this next photo of missy um you can verge on being hard and grainy in your legs and that's fine we're looking for that so change it like th this is a physique uh, you know this is a, a category where we reward the extreme physiques but you still need to be able to perform your routine as well is what it should be because her physique is pretty extreme she's not a bodybuilder but she's certainly on par. Like I would say she's probably second call out women's physique here with this. Um, not quite on the level. I mean, she doesn't have quite the polish to her physique that the, like the top three or four or five did, you know, she's no Brooke Walker um, who I think probably ultimately should have won the, the women's physique category, but that's just me. Um, as has been established many times, nobody's asking me my opinion on this stuff. So um, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, oh, it's, it's weird. Again, nothing against any of these competitors. I hold none of this against them. They're fine. They're they're doing what they're what they're supposed to do. They're trying to come in hard. They're trying to come in as impressive as they can. Um, but the judges are supposed to set the guardrails here and keep people and keep categories separate so that you know fitness should be its own thing, physique should be its own thing. Um, you know, I mean, if like if you go back to women's physique and Natalia who won that, and you teach her women's bodybuilding posing, um, teacher, she probably knows it. But if you have her do those poses, you know, is, is she going to be you know top five, top ten? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know, what's the difference? The difference is in the presentation. Realistically, that's it. That's it. Um, now, Sarah, who finished second, could she pull off women's bodybuilding? I don't think so. I don't think she has quite the size on her frame. It's a subtle difference there, but I think Natalia could do it. Absolutely. And if you see her in those poses, you'd be like, yeah, she belongs there. Uh-huh. Sure. Um, okay. I hate doing this, but I'm going to do it. Um, and to, to be clear, this gives me no pleasure to do this. Um, but actually, I'm trying to see here. Like, where was this one competitor? Where did she finish? Um, there was one competitor here. Is this her? Yeah. Okay. I feel bad doing this. I'm going to do it anyway. Because um, the question that I have here is, how, how does this physique get to the Olympia stage? Like, you know, th this, is, this is a fitness competitor, right? So this is the same, same picks that we were just looking at right here. Same category. Like, what? What this is Abby again, Abby, I got nothing against you. She finished 12th. You know, she beat seven, eight people. Oksana didn't finish. I didn't see any photos of her. I don't know what happened to Oksana. Um, but I mean, she finished 12th. Like with I mean, her routine must've been great. I don't know. Um, cause her physique, whoo, man, super, super soft, not a lot of development there. And it's like, uh, how, how, I don't know. I would like, I, I did not go back and do my due diligence to see how she got qualified and what, what show she, uh, she, um, did, uh, to get here, but it just kind of makes me wonder like, Ooh, man. Okay. All right. That happened. Um, and let, let's talk wellness here for a little bit. So now might not look like it, but these are three different women. Um, I mean, the suit color kind of gives it away, right? Um, the hair is pretty much the same. The bodies are the same. The tan is a little bit different. Um, you know, 
I mean, to be clear, they've done a good job of establishing what the criteria is for wellness in a pretty short time. Um, they've done a good job of differentiating it also where I don't think at this level you could take any of these women and they would do well in bikini or figure, which is really, this is kind of the in-between. Um, like they've actually done a pretty good job. And I was very skeptical of their ability to do this, but they've done a good job of differentiating wellness between the other divisions. I mean, it's like, yeah, they, they stuck with what they um, I think the guidelines that they have are like, you know, in the upper body, you can tell that they lift, but the lower body is dominant. And they do acknowledge that in the criteria. This is not a proportional um, exercise here. We are looking for a dominant lower body. They do this. And, um, and you, you can talk about whether or not you like the aesthetic. I don't, I don't like anything that in bodybuilding that pushes asymmetry or dominance of a body part over anything else. I think it should be relatively balanced, but that's, uh, you know, I am I'm a dying breed. So whatever. Again, coming back to the recurring theme, ain't nobody asking my opinion on any of this shit. So it doesn't matter at the end of the day. Um, but they have done a really good job of uh, of differentiating this division and setting expectations for it because they everybody showed up like top to bottom throughout this category. Like if you look at the top fifteen, you're like you could throw a dart and justify any of them being in first place. And at that point, because they've they've set such a narrow target for this division, and your top competitors have a really you know I wouldn't say easy time because certainly it's a lot of work but they're all able to hit it with a pretty stunning degree of precision it's like we're gonna have to start differentiating this a little bit more or or kind of you know start to define the the category a little bit more i don't know in terms that make it a little bit easier for somebody to stand out you know i don't know it's i don't know how you do that i, I don't know i don't know other than maybe making the presentation a little bit more elaborate um having it be a little bit more of a routine Maybe actually have them hit some some real poses instead of just standing there. Um, that's the one thing that I hate about bikini and about wellness and about figure to some extent is you know, it's a bodybuilding show and you're not you're not flexing anything. I get that your glutes and hamstrings are tense here. I get that you flex your quads, but you're not like you know. It's like let the figure competitors hit a fucking double bicep shot or something. You know, it's like let the wellness girls you know throw up a flex or something like that. You know. Let, let us see if you got a peak, you know, I mean, upper body isn't as, isn't as important, but let's see if you have something right. Rather than just delts. That's all we care about is delts. We're not even going to see your back, like move the hair out of the way. Let us see the back. Like, yeah, we don't want giant flared lats. And you know, we don't want you looking like you're, you're an airplane about to take off because your lats are so fucking big, but let's see if you have some detail and some depth back there, right? Move your hair out of the way. Like let's, let's make it more than just an ass show, which is, fucking all it is right now it's just an ass show um and i don't know they, they say no no thongs allowed i'm sorry what's the difference between this and a thong i mean you're splitting hairs here like literally <laughs> it's, there's not much of a difference. look on the right are you telling me that there's really a big difference between that and a thong give me a fucking break yes i know what a thong is i'm saying that that is for all intents and purposes that is one so um, so if you're going to go with, you know, suits that cover absolutely nothing except your asshole, then just put that in the criteria and change it. Like cover your sphincter, the rest of it we want to see, you know, um, whatever. So, um, that's it. That's it. I don't have any notes on women's bodybuilding. I don't know why I just, I, um, I don't know. I, I don't think Andrea Shaw necessarily brought it um, the way that I was expecting to. Um, let's pull up some pics real quick and just 
do a quick informal unprepared analysis here um here's andrea and again let's just try and capture like front relaxed ish pose um i mean crazy physique right no question about that um she she's got it's just i think her conditioning just is a little mm, from behind especially like this side pose looks great right her side and it's just like really really um like her fullness is just crazy off the charts um but you know in in bodybuilding we want to see the freakiness and like yeah she's just soft from behind you know her her back even when she's got a great back but it's just a little light on detail and the legs look really soft there i'm like really that that's miss olympia this year okay all right i mean i'm, I'm nitpicking i'm finding fault right but if you look at angela yo um like i don't know does she have the size to compare with andrea i don't think so she's not too far off but she's definitely smaller um she doesn't have quite the the look like the you know quote unquote feminine aesthetic that they might see in andrea but um look at that like that's night and day like look at the glutes and the hamstrings there like that's conditioning so um i have a hard time like if you're looking at total package um saying that yeah okay yeah andrea was better than that for sure it's like well i mean she's got the size she's got the the overall shape and the fullness but man conditioning here like mm, we should look at the scorecards here and uh heli always brings it um she was a little off here that's a little little watery so, like what happened on on peak week here because her quads are just not showing it um she's still got good separation there lacking a little fullness um i don't know i i expected her to come in and um like at first glance i was like i think she's gonna win it yep i think she's got it and then as the, the more i looked at it, i'm like i don't know she's off she's off i don't even know if i'd put her in the top five honestly other than just off reputation um margie how did margie do she looks a little off from her peak you know I mean, she looks great um but yeah just just off um so uh let's uh let's see here um oh can i find women's bodybuilding here uh physique blah 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 here we go all right so yeah andrew unanimous first place angela yo unanimous second place uh hell unanimous third place i'm shocked by that margie unanimous fourth huh bronco is not unanimous fifth Michaela took a fifth place vote away from her. Um, I will, uh, I will save my thoughts on that. So uh, <laughs> if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. So um, yeah, that's a story for another time. Um, so uh, there you go. There you have it. That's your Olympia breakdown. So um, what do you think? I'd be curious to hear your thoughts. So um, if you're on YouTube, leave a comment. If you have thoughts that you want to express to me directly, um, email me, Darren at 5starfitness.com. Find me on social media, Instagram at Darren underscore star, Facebook.com uh, slash 5starphysique, uh, whatever works for you. So thanks for hanging out with me i appreciate it um might be off next week post christmas it just kind of depends it's a little tbd up in the air at this point so um if you have ideas though i am uh the well is dry i have nothing to talk about so if you got something for me definitely hit me up and please 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 let me know